team. This is Evolve Strong with CJ, and I provide honest fitness advice that works. My passion is to help individuals who feel pretty much invisible to their significant other and who feel disappointed when looking at themselves in the mirror develop actual confidence and pride in themselves once again. Today, entire topic is about habits, about how we formalize, I believe very strongly, we formalize habits that help us cope with different stresses and different realities in life. And sometimes these habits get out of control. And I don't know about you, but like if we have certain habits that, uh, like I always give the example of stopping off at the Maverick gas station and getting my cranberry fritter because it's something that helps satiate what I need for the day, especially because I have control of it. It gives me satisfaction, especially when I'm having a bad day. And that was one of the hardest habits that I had to break. So I don't know. This We're going to talk about all about that today. And I have a very, very special guest. Her name is Angela, and she is a shredder. She is a good friend of mine. She's been with me now for about a year. And uh, she is actually a professional licensed counselor that specializes specifically in this kind of stuff, in habit formation, habit breaking. And she works with clients throughout New Mexico. She has a beautiful staff. And so, you know, I welcome, welcome you, Angela. Welcome to the show. Thank you, CJ. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Angela, give me a little bit of more background about you. So I have been, my license is a, a social, I have a social work license and I have been a therapist and the owner of a mental health agency for oh, 25 ish years. And um, we have a staff of about 20 to 25 therapists at any given time who provide services for anywhere from ages zero. We have an infant mental health program all the way to senior as old as as old as they still want to come <laughs> uh, so yeah so ultimately you're an old dog no pun intended like me in the fitness realm in the therapist and counsel realm right so you've seen it <laughs> absolutely you've been there you've done that all right hey so what sparked my interest with especially with your background is you know, people can come here all day and get fit and try to get fit and do all, but it's when they leave this facility, it's when they leave Evolve and it's the daily activity, you know, that becomes repetitious, that that's the hardest to keep, to get into their head about habits, especially habits with food, habits with alcohol, habits with smoking, just different habits. So let's talk a little bit about habits. Let's come to the baseline. Can you give me an idea of what habits are and what your belief and philosophy of, of habits? Well, I think, first of all, it's important to understand that, you know, there are habits and there are addictions. And when do you, you know, when is this such a serious habit that you need something beyond just trying to, to, to break a habit? So I think that, you know, for the most part, most of us, um, especially in this fitness world and in the realm that you're always talking about. And I had to, to think about this when you asked me to speak about this. I thought, well, shoot, I still have some of my bad habits that I haven't <laughs> broken. So how do I how do I talk about this and be real? Because breaking bad habits is really tough. And it's beyond just like, 
um, okay, I'm going to stop eating late at night, or I'm going to stop having that, you know, I'm going to stop smoking, those kind of things, you know, it's hard. If it was easy, we'd, we'd all do it, right? So, um, yeah, I think you just, you know, understanding, is this a habit that I can try and work on on my own, or is this something that I'm going to need help with? And that's, that's kind of where I, I'm at with when I do my work. Sure. So when um, I, I, I have a saying that addictions are habits out of control, basically, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I myself have suffered from addiction historically in my, in my past. And it, it's because I used it as a major coping mechanism for a lot of fractures that I've had with my family and businesses and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. So I'm right there with you. I understand. And the reason I, I love having you, Angela, because you are real. You're not a per perfect lady. That, that's that's the, the, the beauty of Evolve. So let's talk about a bad habit. Let's talk. So we're at a juncture now and um, someone's coming to us, whether it be you or I, and they're coming with this habit. So what is like the, you said, first off, awareness, right? Is this something that, you know, it's going to require a higher level here or is it something that we could work on? So if someone's at a level like you, all right, so we're coming in, we're eating too much and this has become a habit, right? So what would be the first thing that you would do with a person like that or alcohol or sex or whatever, whatever they're using, what would you do? What's the first step of breaking that habit or, or what is your clinical first step? Well, the first thing I always ask is something that most people would think, well, that's kind of silly, but I want to know what reward are you getting from that bad habit? Like you must be getting something good out of that or you wouldn't keep doing it. Right. So I ask people to tell me all about it. Tell me why you um, have those two glasses of wine every night um, and tell me all about that. Oh, well, the first glass, I just feel like I finally unwind and the second glass, I feel like I made whatever, you know, and so because those are real and you have to really consider that those bad habits aren't just something, you know, that. Uh, they have to be giving them pleasure. They have to be giving them reward. Even if they hate that they do it or they wish they want to change it, it's giving them something. And if you're going to take something, what are we going to give you back? Because we don't want you to feel empty inside or feel like you're, you know, you're hurting because you have to, to leave your habit because your habit, you have a relationship with that habit. You have a relationship with cranberry fritters and you love them. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's a very powerful message. So the habit that we're doing, there's a reward or uh, something that we get out of it at the end. And we have to figure out what that actually is and be real with it, correct? Even if it's, it's not good for us. And then what you're saying is, okay, so now we get to this point. Now we realize that this is the reward that we're getting. So right. what is the next step once we realize that, okay, because I'm eating an apple fritter, what it's doing is it's providing me something sweet that I control that makes me feel like, you know, something you know, that right. makes me feel good. I mean, it, it's good going into the mouth. It, it, it gives me a sugar rush. I, there's, there's a metabolic ish, you know, thing that goes on here. So I get a rush with that sugar. I do. There, there's something going on. So now with that said, though, now we're there. Now, now, now you're breaking my habit with, the hap, with, with this damn fritter, okay? What do we do next? Right. So what are the the cons to this habit? What are the things that, why do you want to break this habit? What is it not, why is it not serving you in every way that you need it to? And so I, I, from, from my perspective, I like this. Oh, so we're getting real now. I'm being, I'm being therapied now. <laughs> so, so really at the end of the day, I always feel as good as what I ate from the day before. 
So if I had some good protein, some good planned out meals, and I'm, I feel lean, my, my, my pants fit well, I don't have that really high sugar rush and then the drop low. So I, I, I do know that at, at the end, I want to feel good the next day. I want to look good. I want to feel good. I'm a trainer, right? I'm supposed to have the body of a trainer. I don't want to have the body of someone who eats a cranberry fritter every day, right? And I get it. So, the, so you know, I, the immediate return is what I have issues with um, because I want to get it. But then at the end, I'm like, why the fuck did I just do that? Pardon my language. But that's yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's the, that's the real part of this. And I think that's why some people, it's so hard for them to overcome these bad habits because they don't get real about those, those aspects. And so if you know that the cranberry fritter um, makes you feel good, but the next day you are, the, the scale is higher or you don't have as good a workout. Maybe you don't sleep as well because you've had too much sugar, whatever it is that that does for you, then that's, that's the part that you have to also wait. And when you're in that place that, you know, these are the negative things, I wouldn't be considering giving up cranberry fritters if they didn't have a negative impact on me. And so you have to be real about that. Um, and so I think that what is, what else can give you that sense of fulfillment? So when you can't have a cranberry fritter and you're being really devoted and dedicated, what else can you do that makes you feel good? Sure. You know, and, and honestly for me, um, because I, I, you know, I have the ADHD thing going on. I have a really high active, whatever. And if I don't work out and if I'm not, and it's, it's almost like a, it's, it's a, it's a downhill slope, especially if I don't get my workout in the morning and I have a really stressful day. And then my, my storage of, of, of the saying no, at the end of the day, I forget what they call that. You know, at the end of the day, then I'm like, oh, there, there's no more um, willpower, willpower, right? It mm -hmm. willpower is like empties by the end of the day. That is when the worst part is. So it actually, I have to go all the way back to the, my beginning of the day and get a great, great workout and have a good mental clarity so that I can sustain my willpower to the end of the day. Because if I don't, my willpower is gone. I mean, it is gone, especially if I get into an argument with someone or I'm just in a messed up day and I'm going home and there's no willpower whatsoever. So that insanity cycle, I actually have to figure out, and this is what I've had to do personally, is I have to start my day way in advance in order to sustain willpower all the way to the end. And I know that's hard for a lot of people, but uh, some people just think that they can get out of that insanity cycle. I can't. I have to start my day in a very pre-programmed way in order to get to that point. Does that make sense? That makes complete sense. And I think that thankfully there's, there's ways in between to do that when you don't have the willpower that you have to start from the beginning of the day, but there's ways to reset yourself. And so if you find yourself getting on, you know, before we even did this podcast today, I had something really uh, that, that bothered me and I thought, oh man, I could have sat and dwelled on it or whatever, but you know, you have to find a way to reset yourself because if you let yourself go down that path, then you're not only going to, uh, succumb to that one bad habit you might add three other bad habits with it <laughs> you know so you really, you really have to keep yourself in check and you have to bring on your friends family loved ones whoever is in your close circle to let you know when they think that you're like maybe not you know at your best or you're not in check 
you know, or, you know, put things in place that keep, you know, keep an awareness of what you are, you know, maybe it's, you notice that you start, uh, your hands get clammy, or maybe you notice that your heart starts beating faster or something, and have ways to reset that. And those are things that I think that, you know, you've talked about different, uh, you had somebody on that talked about meditation and talked about mindfulness and things like that. Have tools in your tool belt, because you need them whatever that is. Yeah. So I remember when I was uh, going through, and I understand because I, when I was uh, cleaning myself up way back is about 15, 20, 15, 16 years ago, 16, 17, it was 2008. Um, and I remember having to go to AA, right? AA meetings. That was a, a way that we could reset and try and get the shit out of our head. Right. So mm. I've, I've developed these mechanisms now to help me stay on the, on the straight and narrow, but I also very strongly too, um, the reason I compete is I also have a stronger end goal as well, which is a much more powerful reason why for me to stay on the straight and narrow. So I've had, I, I do have tools in my box, but I also have a stronger why and purpose um, than I have had uh, in a very long time. So those really help as well. So what other ideas do you have? Like, so a, a couple of, of, of ways that I, I, keep myself and I know I use myself as a little because I, I I don't I and my other my other people too especially the power of children um at the end of the day when you're going to choose between a burger and a piece of chicken you know I I ask especially with young fathers young mothers are you going to be around for their kids graduation their kids wedding right mm -hmm. can you can you run around with the grandkids can you talk to me a little bit about the power of why well, I think everybody's why is going to be different, right? And I think there's a lot of guilt can be put on you about your why. Like if my why is not about my kids and it it's something that's just for me, then I'm construed as selfish, right? Like, well, can't you do it for your kids? Can't you do it for this or that? Well, that's nice and that's good. And I think that, you know, you should consider those things. But the reality is, is that you have to do for yourself first. And that's not a selfish thing. That is really something that, you know, strengthens your foundation so that you can be there for your kids and your family and your loved ones and things like that. And that's really important when you're breaking a bad habit, you need to make it all about you because you are the one suffering and you are the one that's gonna to have to, to do all this work. And you, you are the one that ultimately is going to reap the reward so that you can be a better person to these dear loved ones. I love that. I love that, that you say that it's not selfish taking care of you. Because, uh, you know, I always said, like if, if you can't, if your body and your corp corpse is not not ready to handle yourself you can't handle anybody else once right. you have that heart attack once you have the diabetes once you have you know loss of limb once you have all loss of balance you're you're done you're gone i, I get it i understand so now um let's let's paraphrase kind of what we learned today in regards to habits themselves you said we need to become aware of the reward and why we're doing it first what is that is that correct right then what we need to do is to develop key stuff in our tool belt or ways in which we can combat um, to, to figure out how to replace that reward with something else. Is that correct? Right. Okay. And then 
Number three, making sure that understanding that when we do this for ourselves, we're not being selfish and we have to visualize, you know, we have to let everybody else know, hey, I'm working on me. This is about me and I need to do the work and, and you need to be selfish in order to take care of you. Yeah. Is that about right? Absolutely. So what, what other, so what other tokens of knowledge and advice would you give someone that is listening right now in regards to habit um, breaking? Well, the big one I think is how is life going to change for me when I break this habit? When I finally tackled this habit, what's, what's my life going to look like? You know, maybe, yes, I get to fin finish, fit in my concert jeans. That's always my big thing. I want to fit in my concert jeans that I haven't fit into in 11 years. But yeah, but that's not the big thing. The big thing is I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel uh, my confidence is going to be up. I'm going to feel, uh, you know, I'm going to be better and to everybody, you know, at our age, my age, I'm almost 60. Um, you know, it's not about just looking good in the concert jeans. <laughs> it's about, you know, your heart and your blood pressure and your cholesterol and all of those things. So you really have to, to you know, in, envision how life is going to change for you when you've tackled this habit and then you have to post it everywhere you have to put it on your computer screen at work or put it on your mirror in the bathroom you have to remind yourself constantly how hard you're working and why you're doing this work and what the reward is going to be for you at the end i love it i love that mm -hmm. let's go ahead and end there miss angela our next segment just as a teaser to everybody else so now we've talked about breaking bad habits but how do we formalize new healthy ones that stick so we're coming up into the new year. This is actually so relevant. Individuals doing these new year's resolutions and all kinds of stuff. How do we, how do we focus in and hone on ones and have them stick? That's going to be our next conversation. All right, Miss Angela. Sounds good. Awesome. Hey, listen up. So guys, you can go this alone and keep going and, and going in the insanity cycles and probably hit and miss and probably, you know, try to break a habit and not get the habits and then come back to them. You know, if you guys really need that professional touch, both Angela and I are here and ready to help you guys. All you have to do is reach out, email us. I'm going to put a link in all this stuff, but it's just cj at evolvestrong.com. I'll put Angela's contact information in there as well. I'll share all that. But if you need to talk to someone, I know both her and I are always readily and available to help you kickstart, you know, and hold you accountable and probably help you in a time frame that's 10 times greater than what you could probably do on your own. So please reach out. Hey guys, from my heart to yours, remember, start strong, stay strong, be evolved strong. We'll chat on the next one and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. Bye-bye.